1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM.
0: A 26-year-old man has posted a very heartfelt post online about his experience of epilepsy, from the difficulties in getting diagnosed at first to the reactions from friends and strangers, and he felt like he was being treated as a freak. And he says that now he has the diagnosis and um, doctors have been able to find the perfect cocktail of drugs to control his seizures and he's getting some control over his life as well. And joining me now to talk about epilepsy is Sheila, who is from Cork. Good morning, Sheila. Good morning, Sheila. I'm not sure if you read Damien's post online, but um, you know, for yourself, were you in a similar situation when you were try- when you started to have symptoms of epilepsy, but um, were finding it difficult to get diagnosed?
1: Um, I did read his post, and um, my situation in some ways is similar, but it's also quite different because I didn't have any sort of symptoms running up to it. I just had. Uh, a major seizure out of the blue when I was 19 um, and there had been no indicators previously to that. So what
0: happened when Uh, you were 19? Just tell me a little bit about what happened.
1: I was just at home um, in my apartment and uh, the person who was there heard me scream and came in and I was on the ground seizing and it was quite scary I think for everyone because uh, there was no indication it had never happened before. didn't have a clue what was going on and um, I had hit my head on the coffee table on the way down so I was injured as well and when I came to I had no idea where I was or what was happening and um, so the whole thing was I think a bit of a shock for me and everybody.
0: Absolutely and did you go then to the hospital and were you diagnosed with epilepsy straight away or did it take some time?
1: Well um, I Um, I went to hospital in an ambulance straight away and uh, there was a little bit of concern because um, there is a hereditary illness in my family which is a malformation Mm -hmm. of the blood vessels in the brain and they were concerned that I might actually be having a brain hemorrhage rather Mm -hmm. than an epileptic seizure. So um, I went into CUH and I have to say they were absolutely fantastic, Uh, got lots of different types of brain scans. And that was when they uh, realized it wasn't a brain hemorrhage, thankfully. And Mm. they diagnosed me with epilepsy.
0: So when you got the diagnosis, were you aware of what epilepsy is and how it affects people?
1: Not really, honestly. I think probably the, the same as most other people who don't come in contact with it, that epilepsy is a thing where people have seizures and that's about it, you know. Mm. And the more I read, I didn't realise about things like absences, um, you know, the the petty mal seizures as they call them. The uh, it can be staring off into space or the tics, like or like Damien was talking about. Um, mm. uh, there was so much information that I had no idea about. And. Um,
0: Did you, um, obviously you were a 19 year old, you were after having this um, seizure out of the blue, you get this diagnosis of epilepsy. You must have been very um, afraid, were you? Or what was going through your head at that point?
1: Yeah, I think at that age, there's quite a lot of Mm. self-consciousness. And I think it was something that the poster referred to in his post. I mean, having a seizure is it's quite dramatic and a lot of the time things can happen like you can lose control of your bladder. You can, you know, um, it, it just looks quite terrifying and scary. And if you're a kind of a self-conscious 19 year old college student, you'd kind of be thinking to yourself, I would then, not so much now, mm. God, it'd be so embarrassing if I had a seizure yeah,
0: yeah.
1: in front of my friends on the street in the pub. And that's another thing you worry about. What if I'm walking on my own down the road and have a seizure and I've nobody with me and yeah. just I'm surrounded by strangers who have no idea what's going on. Um, afraid to, I, I got very scared for a while. I think of things that seem quite normal, like going swimming or mm. what if I have a seizure at the top of the stairs or what if I have a seizure when I'm crossing the road and get knocked down, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. all these things. It just, it's like a constant loop of, of fear. And then, you know, as you read into it as well, you start thinking of all the, the possible dangers um, that could happen.
0: I mean, like, um, for example, um, would you have been able to drive at that point?
1: No, I hadn't uh, started driving. I didn't uh, start driving until my seizures were controlled in my mm. late 20s.
0: Mm.
1: Um, and I'm fine. I'm seizure free now for 10 years, so I can drive. But uh, there I mean, there's always the risk that I would have a seizure again and would have to come off the road for a couple of years.
0: You say you're seizure-free now. Is that due to, um, like Damien was saying in his post, that the doctors were able to come up with a cocktail of drugs to help control his seizures. Is that what happened with you as well, that um, it's the medication that has brought them under control?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because the last seizure I ever had, I had gone on holidays and forgotten to bring enough of my medication and ran out halfway through the holiday and thought, ah, sure, I'll be fine. Mm. Um, and then it takes a few days, I suppose, for it to come out of your system and I had a seizure then when I got home from my holidays. So, mm. um, absolutely, I think it's the drugs that have parted out my, my seizures. So,
0: um, will you have to take those drugs for life then, yeah?
1: Um, <laughs> You would hope, I mean, they do ex- it, well, experiment, they they will have reduced the dose slightly over the years. Um, But then I actually had a a baby and that sort of changes things again because Mm. all these things I didn't even know. (laughs) When you're pregnant, your blood volume increases, which means that the level of your medication in your bloodstream will be less. So they have to tinker with your levels. So um, I had been gradually sort of reducing my levels and then they had to go up again while I was pregnant. And then the thing about the, the medication is you don't say on Monday, oh, you can come down to a lower level on Tuesday. It all has to happen very gradually. Mm-hmm. So now I'm working my way back down again to where I was. Um. so, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, I think the, the medication has been a lifesaver for me.
0: And Sheila, are you able to, like, live a relatively normal life now outside of the drugs?
1: Yeah. Oh, I am now. Yeah. I think the only big difference for me in the last 10 years has been um, my pregnancy was a bit different
0: mm.
1: to maybe someone who doesn't have a long-term illness. I am, um, when you're epileptic, if you choose to have a baby, you know, the advice is to kind of plan in advance. Yeah. So to speak to, my neuro- I went to speak to my neurologist and I spoke to the obstetrician and then came up with a plan, and then they worked together on a plan for my medication. And, um, you know, because being pregnant messes with your blood volume and your hormones and can increase the risk of se- seizing for some women. And then seizures can be brought on by exhaustion and stress. So post-labor seizures are very common. Mm. Or, you know, the first year when you get no sleep and are up all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. is also a danger time, I think, for people who seize when they're tired. So that was that was probably it made my pregnant like I had um, quite a few friends who had babies around the same time and my pregnancy was probably a bit different to theirs but um, other than that as long as I remember to take my medication every Mm. morning and every night um, my life is pretty much the same as most people's but there is always that slight caution in the back of your head you know remember take your medication whenever you travel don't get too tired <clears throat> you know, generally look after yourself, kind of. Mm. But <clears throat> I don't think my life would be massively different to anybody else's at this point.
0: Sheila, um, when Damien was talking in his post, he was saying that, you know, the reactions from friends and strangers because he, you know, had these tics and these involuntary movements. Do you think that there is a lack of um, understanding um, in the general population about what ap- epilepsy actually is and how it affects people? <sighs>
1: I think among some people there is, like, if you are a close friend or relative of an epileptic, you learn very quickly, I think, because, you know, you'll be told, if I have a seizure, this is what you need to do, this is what affects me, and so on. But epilepsy, I mean, seizures are so kind of dramatic looking and kind of very scary if you don't know what's happening. Mm. Um, and I think it, it it's given this idea... It's nearly like there's an old stigma hanging around epilepsy that it's something shameful or something, you know, um, that you should try and hide from people. Yeah. Whereas I think what we need to be doing is talking about it as much as possible. So I tell everybody, (laughs) (laughs) as soon as I make a new friend, I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm epileptic, just in case. (laughs) And I'm very open about it. I'll post about it online. I'll, you know, talk to you about it. Mm. And I think that's really important because I think that clears up the mystery and, you know, hopefully will kind of take away any stigma or anything or any concerns that people have around it.
0: I'm fair play to you for doing that because not everybody can talk so openly about what's going on in their in their life like that. So, um, well done you. <laughs>
1: well, do you know, if some other 19-year-old college student finds out they have epilepsy and it makes it a little bit easier mm-hmm. for them, then, you know, that's and she uh, could, just for quite.
0: for somebody as well um who is with somebody and they suffer an epileptic seizure um like what advice would you have to that person for you know how they can help them or what what should they do
1: well timing the seizure is important so if the seizure lasts longer than 5 minutes you really need to call an ambulance um making sure they're safe you know a pillow under the head if there's one handy or that they're not you know maybe in danger of falling off falling downstairs or, you know, something like that, just making sure they're in a safe position. And then just staying with them afterwards. Yeah. Because when you come out of a seizure, um for me anyway, I know that my brain doesn't sort of snap back into place. It takes a few minutes and I don't know where I am and I say weird things and I, you know, mm. get very confused. So I think it's really important if if even if it's a stranger on the street, when they come out of the seizure, um, maybe stay with them a little bit longer, you know, to make sure that they know who they are, where they are, and that they're safe.
0: Brilliant, Sheila. Listen, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about epilepsy and what it is and how it affects you. And if anybody has any more questions, they can contact the Epilepsy Ireland. They have a Cork office in Ballancolleg, and Sharon O'Connell is the person there, and she will answer the phone at 085 876 6626. That number again is 085 876
1: 6626. Cork's 96
0: FM.